This is Radio Romania International. You are listening to our one-hour broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa. We can also be heard on the internet at www.ri.ro, Channel 1. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter and other social media platforms. Our programs are also available on TuneIn, Radio Romania International 1, and in Europe via satellite Utilsat 16A on 11,512 MHz, vertical polarization, azimuth 16 degrees east. We wish you good reception conditions. bringing you the news but first let's take a quick look at the weather picture it's nice and warm across the country with maximum temperatures ranging from 18 to 28 degrees celsius the noon reading in bucharest was 24 degrees and now the news the headlines Romanian parliamentary parties are today holding consultations with President Klaus Johannes to nominate a candidate for the position of Prime Minister Romanian students have returned to class today after three weeks of all-out strike in education. And the King Ferdinand frigate will return to the military port of Constanza on June 16. Romanian students have returned to class today after three weeks of all-out strike in education. The unions and the government reached an agreement on Monday. By two emergency orders, it was established that the salaries of teaching and non-teaching staff will be increased by approximately 25% as of this month. The granting of an annual bonus until 2027 of about 300 euros for the teaching staff and 100 euros for the non-teaching staff. Also, the government has promised to grant 50% of the difference between the salaries in payment and those in the new salary scheme as of January 1, 2024. Romanian parliamentary parties are today holding consultations with President Klaus Johannes to nominate the candidate for the position of Prime Minister. On Monday, the PNL leader Nicolae Ciucă resigned his position as head of the government in keeping with a rotation agreement with the PSD for the position of prime minister. This morning, Nicolae Ciucă was elected speaker of the Senate, while the PSD leader Marcel Ciolacu will be at the helm of the government. Meanwhile, negotiations continue for the government makeup and the portfolios of the future executive. The Liberals and the Social Democrats are holding separate meetings today to decide who will be part of the executive. They want the new cabinet to be installed quickly, which would most likely take place on Thursday. From the opposition, Usere criticizes the political rotation and says that the change of prime ministers will not solve the citizens' problems. The King Ferdinand frigate, the Romanian Navy's flagship, will return to the military port of Constanza on June 16 after participating for six weeks in an operation in the Mediterranean Sea, the Romanian Naval Forces General Staff announced. 
The mission of the Romanian Marines consisted in ensuring compliance with the arms embargo imposed on Libya by the United Nations Organization and in combating the illicit trade in petroleum products, drug and human trafficking by monitoring maritime traffic, verifying more than 160 commercial ships and conducting presentation visits of the operation in nine of them. The King Ferdinand frigate also carried out joint actions with partnerships from the Irini Operation Naval Group in Italy, Germany and Greece. The annual inflation rate in Romania fell to 10.64% in May, from 11.23% in April, the National Institute of Statistics announced on Tuesday. According to the Institute, the price of foodstuff went up by almost 19%, of non-food by almost 5%, and of services by about 11%. We remind you that last month the National Bank of Romania revised upwards to 7.1% the inflation forecast for the end of the year and maintained a 4.2% estimate for the end of 2024. Italy has lost one of the most influential people in its history, Italian Prime Minister Giorgia Meloni said after former Prime Minister Silvio Berlusconi died on Monday at the age of 86. The news of the death of Berlusconi, the one who was three times the head of the Italian government, made headlines around the world and hundreds of former and current political leaders conveyed messages of condolence. The White House said that Silvio Berlusconi worked with several American governments to consolidate the bilateral relations with the United States, while French President Emmanuel Macron praised the memory of a major personality of contemporary Italy. The president of the European People's Party, Manfred Weber, and the head of the European Parliament, Roberta Metzola, also sent condolence messages. Hungarian Prime Minister Viktor Orban and Russian President Vladimir Putin also paid their respects. Even Pope Francis, still in the hospital, sent a telegram of condolences. State funerals will be organized for Silvio Berlusconi on Wednesday at the Dome in Milan. June 14 was declared the day of national mourning in Italy. And that was the news coming to you from Bucharest, Radio Romania International. The Liberal Prime Minister Nicolae Ciucă stepped down for the leader of the Social Democratic Party, Marcel Ciolacu, to take over. I'm Eugen Nasta, with this commentary by Stefan Stoica. In over 30 years of democracy that followed the collapse of the communist dictatorship, Romanian politicians have experimented with almost every form of government, from single-party cabinets, either on the left or on the right, some even minority cabinets, but supported openly or not so openly by other parliamentary parties, to coalitions based on ideological similarities or simply circumstantial cross-party interests. The one currently ruling Romania is an example of the latter. Made up of the Social Democratic Party, the National Liberal Party and the Democratic Union of Ethnic Hungarians in Romania, it brings together the biggest parties on the left and on the right. This is hardly new, however. 
Back in 2012, the Social Liberal Union, which brought together the exact same parties, came to power with a huge majority, controlling both the government and parliament. However, as a first, Romania now has a rotation government. Based on an agreement from November 2021, the Liberal leader Nicolae Ciuca would serve for one year and a half before stepping down for the Social Democrat leader Marcel Ciolacu to take over. The handover should have taken place at the end of May, but was delayed by the teacher's strike. As the strike came to an end on Monday, Nicolae Ciuca stepped down as Prime Minister, with the coalition parties aiming for the next cabinet to be sworn in by Thursday. Nicolae Ciuca. The process begins in the coalition for the handover to take place. It's important to emphasize that this is followed by an interim cabinet until a new one is sworn in, hopefully by the end of the week. Our intention is for the new cabinet to be sworn in by Thursday so that we can continue to tackle the issues that are priority in terms of the government program and everything else connected to the running of the country. Professor Andrei Tsarano believes the handover will take place, despite sceptical voices reminding of the many political arrangements and agreements that have failed in this country in the past. Andrei Tsarano. I believe it will take place, otherwise the entire political structure that has been built recently becomes obsolete. Because of this unusual structure, Romania has had what I'd call an advantage compared with other countries in Central and Eastern Europe. Moreover, says Professor Tsarano, the Romanian version of a rotation government may even turn out to be a success, especially for the neighbouring countries, and it would be a shame to be abandoned midway through. From the opposition, the Save Romania Union is convinced the rotation of prime ministers would not bring a solution to the problems people are facing. In fact, the international media have noted that the Chuka government has failed to carry through important reforms that were laid down in the recovery plan, allowing Romania to receive funding from the European Union. Romanian teachers have suspended their strike. I'm Cristina Mateescu with this report by Bogdan Matei. Pupils went back to school from Tuesday, but only until Friday, when they break off for the summer holiday. This comes after a forced three-week holiday, as their teachers were on strike. Unprecedented in the last 18 years, the general strike in the Romanian undergraduate education system began on the 22nd of May and lasted until the 12th of June, a time teachers spent mostly protesting in the street against the government's salary policy. The trade union leaders said they decided to suspend the strike after talking to their regional colleagues. The condition, however, was for the government to issue an emergency order stipulating that the basic salary of a beginner teacher is the national average salary. The government's latest proposal will see teachers' salaries go up by around 260 euros as of this month and that of the non-teaching staff by some 80 euros. Also, from the 1st of January next year, salaries will further grow based on the new salary law for public sector employees into stages by 50% in 2024 and the rest from 2025. 
The government also proposed a bonus of some 300 euros for teachers and 100 euros for the non-teaching staff to be granted from 2023 until 2027 on the 5th of October, on the International Day of Education. If the new salary law does not contain the principles laid down in the emergency order, the strike will be resumed, warned the leaders of the two biggest trade union federations in the education system. Some education employees are, however, unhappy with the decision to suspend the strike. In Suchava in the north, more than 1,500 people staged a protest on Monday, and many members of a county trade union federation are determined not to go back to teaching and again take to the street in the coming days. Some education employees in Timish in the west are also not happy with the suspension of the strike. The local trade union leader said, however, that he would accept the decision of the majority of his colleagues around the country to go back to work. The news of school reopening was met with relief by 8th and 12th year pupils, who will thus be able to take their exams. Overall, however, the prolonged crisis in the education system negates the Educated Romania program initiated by the Romanian president, himself a former teacher, and which was supposed to crown his 10 years in office. And that was Radio Newsreel. Focus on Romania. And now let's listen to the hit of the day, a song called Next to Your Heart from Ioana Ignat and featuring Zek. Să mă gândesc că vei pleca Când vei lua și inima Am fost magnet 
Critici metrici identici estetici Am fost așa cum mulți rap Acum sunt toxici, prea critici, clar Am uitat cum ne iubeam cândva Dar ai ceva ce nu mă lasă să te polăsa are listening to Radio Romania International. Inside Romania. Welcome to Inside Romania. I'm Eugen Nasta. A cat drawn on a t-shirt, dutifully scratching a vinyl record under the motto When the cat is at home. Another t-shirt displayed a motivational slogan Be the sun. And just as expected, there's another such slogan Dream big, painted on a shirt. Craft ice cream, colored cotton candy, Indian Asian dishes, burgers, Home-prepared beverages or cocktails, but also Prosecco, have made, as usual, the regular stuff in the last weekend of May on Motasar Street. A street that, for 11 years now, has been giving the go-ahead for the summer events happening in Bucharest. It changed its meaning and purpose of three decades ago, when it was a drug trafficking area where street workers were soliciting. That is why the phrase, women on Motasar Street, changed its meaning thanks to a genuine urban festival invented a decade ago. From the very early editions of the event that made it possible for a complete makeover to occur in the area, in people's courtyards on Matasar Street, painting workshops were staged, but also tailoring or handmade jewellery workshops. Areas for antiquaries and conferences have been created as well. Merry people are jostling about on Matasar Street, braving the flippant May weather, with quick spells of rain or brief periods of sunshine, with the winds blowing and older or newer participants providing local colour to the place. For starters, we spoke to the vice-president of Cola Cariola, an association that brokers the adoption of puppies, Marius Kirkam. With details on that, here is Marius Kirka himself. We've been absent from the events for a couple of years now. The pandemic prevented us from participating. We mainly came, well, not to raise funds. We turned up to socialize with the people who support us online, since we have over 400,000 followers, and for each such event, we participate in a bit to meet those living close by. In Bucharest, in Ilfov, some even came from outside Bucharest to see us, 
to have a talk about certain cases. As on Facebook or Instagram, where we promote our activity, we cannot just post absolutely everything. We come with promotional articles. We also have puppies for adoption. We work, we don't have weekends, we don't have our days off, as there is no such thing as closing time when it comes to animals. And for us, that comes as an opportunity. Going out, being outdoors, having a bit of fun. We laugh, we crack a joke on and off, because otherwise there is more like sadness and pain in what we do. That is what we get to see. We have already had contact data from people who want to adopt. Tomorrow we bring other puppies to promote them. And if we spend at least two days here, if there is one single dog we send home, that means we haven't been here for nothing. At the festival, Ilinka Andrei can be found behind a stand with bracelets inscribed with Morse code messages. Here is her story. We've got a brand under which we make bracelets. Each bracelet has a word written in the Morse code. And on the little card that goes with the bracelet, we have the word in the language we use, but also its transcription in the Morse code with lines and dots. The idea sprang from the wish to have a bracelet with a personalized message that cannot be accessible to everybody, but which can only be known by the person wearing the bracelet. We have explored several possibilities, and the Morse code seemed the most ingenious way to cause the message, especially on a bracelet. Clients seem to be most interested in messages from the family area, like mother, father, brother, sister, but there are also words in English that our clients chose, such as love, hug, hope, faith. So we saw those very well. Women and men of stills were making their way with difficulty along the crowded streets. The children tried a more unusual pastime, that of entering a circle and staying closed for a few seconds in a balloon of soap. Also for children, we discovered a candle-making workshop. There we talked with Andrea Sharpe, who had a very special stand, full of cake-looking candles, of shapes and colours, that made one think they were in a confectionery. I make candles of soy wax in the shape of sweets. We have all kinds of standalone candles, candles in a jar, wax melts for aromatherapy lamps. We use perfumes and ingredients as natural as possible. We also organize workshops for children. We have pots that can decorate with flowers, with all kinds of fruit, pieces of chocolate, candies made of wax. We use cold wax so that it doesn't burn and everything is safe. I had two or three children who actually bit into the macarons and they were very upset. They started crying, even though I told them they were not edible. They couldn't understand that, but they were very cute. At 6pm the strip became more animated as every year. With live music and the spectators enjoyed the experience to the fullest, despite the rain that this year chose to appear from time to time at Women on Matasar Street. And that was Inside Romania.
This is Radio Romania International. Cultural event. Welcome to Cultural Event. I'm Elena Enake. Forty years ago, the book Wasted Morning by Gabriela Adameshtanu was being prepared for publication. Eventually published in 1984 because of a delay at the printing press, the novel had an impressive success with the public and critics alike, being considered today one of the most important works of the post-war Romanian literature. Translated into many foreign languages right after the 1989 revolution, the novel was also turned into a play in 1986, directed by Catalina Buzoianu. It was performed behind closed doors uninterruptedly until 1990, with an exceptional cast. The popularity gained by this play and the multiple translations of the novel made Polyrom publishers release another edition, 40 years after the first one, which also contains the fragments that were once removed by the censorship. Here is how the author Gabriela Adameshtanu relates to this success. Success is not like a stage you walk on. It is given to you with a spoon. First comes a chronicle, then you live a little longer, after a while another chronicle appears, after that some troubles appear. Immediately after that you experience something else. So, success is not something that settles like a halo on your head. Or at least it wasn't like that back then. People do not think and live in their books. People live in their lives, not in their books. The one who writes books is another person, and that person should not have human traits or be influenced by vanity. That was author Gabriela Adameshtanu. Prose writer Corina Sabo, our colleague at Radio Romania International, tells us the reasons why Wasted Morning deserves its place in the history of contemporary Romanian literature, but also in readers' libraries. Corina Sabo. As Monica Lovinescu said on Europa Libera in 1984, Gabriela Adameshtanu is one of the most important novelists, and for me, Wasted Morning is the most complex and powerful novel after Marin Preda's Murmurs. I will also say why because Gabriela Adameshtanu is part of the family of real prose writers. She uttered the word vanity a little earlier. Yes, she's an objective prose writer, but at the same time emphatic, a generous and not conceited prose writer. She doesn't burden her characters with her own opinions, with her own ideas. She resists this temptation very well. It is not by chance that this is one of the most objective novels that span almost a century of history and one of the few novels that does not idealize the interwar period as most writers of that period did. And that has been Cultural Event.
next in this program. Sports. Welcome to the Athlete of the Week. I'm Eugen Nasta. Athlete Madalina Flora came in sixth in the Women's Mountain Classic event as part of the World Mountain Running Championship in Austria's Innsbruck Stubai. Madalina clocked 1 hour 7 minutes and 25 hundredths of a second in the 15.5 kilometer event at an altitude of 760 meters. The winner was US athlete Grayson Murphy with a timing of 1 hour 4 minutes and 29 seconds. As part of the same event, Magdalena Bosanciano came in 46th, Adelina Panayet came in 48th, while Liliana Dragomir came in 54th. For her remarkable feat in the recently held championships, Radio Romania International has designated Madalina Flora the Athlete of the Week. 30-year-old Madalina Flora was born on February 3, 1993, in central Romania's Sigishwara. Initially, Madalina was into rhythmic gymnastics for three years, trying her hand at the ribbon, rope, ball and the pair of clubs. Madalina Flora took a completely different career path in sports, taking up athletics and also playing football with her colleagues while on training sessions. In her senior's career, Madalina scooped gold in the semi-marathon held in Bucharest in 2014. Then in Great Britain's Birmingham in 2016, Madalina walked away with silver, also in the semi-marathon. Also in 2016, she won bronze in the team's competition as part of the European Cross-Country Championships in Kia, Italy. In 2017, in Abidjan, on the Ivory Coast, Madalina took part in the Francophone Games, where she came in fourth in the 5,000-metre race. As part of the same event, Madalina Flora came in third in the 10,000-metre race. In 2018, Madalina sustained a serious injury and the ensuing surgical operation kept her away from the track for one year. In 2019, however, she had a vigorous comeback and won the semi-marathon in Bucharest, reenacting her performance of 2014. Also in 2019, at the World Mountain Running Championships held in Angostura, Argentina, Madalina walked home with bronze in the nation's competition. In 2022, Madalina Flora's record included a silver medal in the World Mountain Running Championships in El Paso, Spain. And that's all from Sports Today. You can also access our sports items at rri.io and on Facebook. And with that, our broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa has come to an end. You can listen to our next program for Western Europe at 17 UTC on 13,750 kHz in the DRM system and on 15,180 kHz in analog system. Listeners in Africa... Beautiful Sundays, performing are Olympia Panchu and Marius Tseiko. Parcă visam Din zborul pline 
A Hundred Stars is the name of this next song composed by Gelu Solomonescu and performed by Doina and Dan Spataru. Let's have a listen. O sută de stele pe cer străluceau Și toate, și toate de tine-mi vorbeau O sută de stele le-am tot numărat Ore întregi de-a rândul te-am chemat O sută de stele de sus mă priveau Și toate, și toate speranțe-mi rădeau dar tu nicăierea și zorii veneau, dar tu nicăierea și zorii veneau. Dip 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 tap tap tap. Dip 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 tap tap tap. La 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 dip 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 tap tap tap. Dip 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 Și toate, și toate, în zărea țipeau O sută de stele ce te-au așteptat Ore întregi de-a rândul de-am primat O sută de stele albastări aurii Voiau să te vadă, voiau să revii Asemenea mie în ore târzii Asemenea mie în ore târzii o sută de stele, prieteni-mi sunt Și noapte de noapte cu ele te cânt Și vechea mi-o țescă scripirile lor Ore întregi de-a rândul, ore de dor O sută de stele stau până la zi Și vor să te vadă și vor să revii Asemenea mie în ore târzii one of the hits of the 1975 Mamaya Song Contest was Ballad, written by Radu Sherban and interpreted by Marina Voica and Margareta Pislaru. Cine a pus un 
We go out today with Me and You, performing are Corina Kiriak and Horia Mokulescu. Living Romania. Coming up next in the program. 
new names on the cover. Welcome to a new edition in our new names on the cover series. I'm Eugen Nastan. Loads of things to throw at you folks today. Festivals and contests with an international scope seek to discover and promote young Romanian talents, so stay tuned. The International Literature Festival, themed Literature in the Street, Phil Street, has recently come to a close in the southern Romanian town of Pitești. The festival was held over June the 8th and the 11th. The Pitești Municipality Local Council and Pitești Municipality, through the Pitești Cultural Centre and the Rocart Publishers, have organised the inaugural edition of the International Literature Festival themed Literature in the Street, Phil Street. The festival has sought to put to good use the historical literary and cultural tradition of Pitești Municipality or Argeș County. We recall that, for more than 250 years, Romanian literature's prominent writers were born and lived there, the likes of Dinicu Golescu, Alexandru Davila, Liviu Rebreanu, George Topărceanu, Ion Minulescu, Urmuz, Alexandru Chiricescu, Ion Pilat, Ion Barbu, Vladimir Străinu, Tudor Mușatescu, Miron Gordun, Gheorghe Tomozei, Cezar Baltag, Florin Mugur, Cezar Ivănescu, Ileana Mălâncioiu, Gabriela Adameșteanu, Dan Horia Mazilu, Dorin Tudoran and Daniel Turcia. Phil Street targets a large readership, juniors and seniors alike. The festival also seeks to be the sole landmark in today's Romanian literature and in Pitești municipalities' cultural life. Phil Street includes readings of literary texts in the street and in high schools across Pitești municipality, as well as exhibitions of rare and contemporary books. You are listening to Radio Romania International. You with Radio Romania International, new names on the cover continues. I'm Eugen Nasta. Top flight writers and columnists have been among the guests in Phil Street. There were people from Greece, Canada and Mexico. Allow us to mention a few names. Dimitris Kanilopoulos of Greece. He is a poet, a prose writer, an editor and translator of Romanian literature. In the 1980s, he read philosophy and history with the Babesh Boyo University in Cluj-Napoca, Western Romania. He lives in Athens. He published, in Greek language, the Anthology of Romanian Poetry. He currently works on the Greek version of the Anthology of Romanian Poetry in the 20th century. Another guest was John P. Portelli of Malta. He is a poet, a prose writer, an academic with the Toronto University in Canada. 
a distinguished guest in the festival, was Herman A. de la Reza of Mexico. He is a poet, a prose writer, an essayist, a historian, an economist and translator of Romanian literature. Herman A. de la Reza is an academic with Ciudad de México's Universidad Autónoma Metropolitana. In the 1980s, he read history and philosophy in Bucharest. He published an anthology of Romanian poetry in Spanish. He prepares a second anthology for Latin America. The Polyron Publishers in Bucharest has announced the name of the winner of the prose section as part of the publisher's debut contest, the 2023 edition. The awardee is Radu Oltanu with his work, A Short Treatise on the Animals Working from Home. A Short Treatise on the Animals Working from Home tells a tragical comic story about loneliness. Andrei, the anti-hero of the novel, is stuck up in a routine job he does from home. He lives alone and has very few people in his life, while they, most of the time, only make their presence felt online. Far from being a misanthrope, or far from deciding to keep himself to himself for good, Andrei seeks to solve his problem, yet the solutions he finds are the not the most inspired ones, leading him up to atypical circumstances, which are sometimes conflictual, sometimes pitiable, and funny in most of the cases. A few words about the writer. Alex Oltanu was born on September the 1st, 1993, in Târgu in southern Romania. He is a prose and a screenwriter. He made his debut proper in 2019 in the Short Stories magazine with a work of short fiction titled A Professional Loser, with which he won the magazine's Short Stories contest. Alex Oltanu won the Full Moon Script contest as part of the TIFF 2022. Alex is into street photography and studies film directing, exploring more than one way of telling a story. The Romanian Literature Days in Chisinau were held over May the 16th and the 20th, 2023. So in mid-May 2023, the Romanian Literature Days have returned to Chisinau. The sixth edition of the event brought together 51 writers, journalists, teachers of Romanian literature from Romania and Republic of Moldova. The slogan of the sixth edition is I did not believe there is so much love around me. 18 events in 12 locations were organized over May the 16th and the 20th, 2023. The Unifero INC non-profit and non-governmental organization registered in Atlanta, the United States of America, in 2007, invites you to take part 
in the annual literary creation contest for adults, run as part of the 16th Unifero INC International Conference. The contest was run between February the 10th and June the 10th, 2023. This year's theme was, we quote, Romania, the mystery of a nation, the mystery of an unknown, partially discovered culture, end of quote. The suggested themes were optional. Here are some of them. One, were I the president of a country named Utopia? Second theme, from Romanian history, real stories for the children of the world. A third theme focused on special places in Romania, legends, Romanian fairy tales retold to the whole world. And another category of themes pertained to pages of a diary, an event in Romanian or world history that affected your life. The reason, for instance, the Danube Black Sea Channel, the September the 11th in the United States of America, and so on. That's all we have time for in this week's edition of New Names on the Cover. Thank you for being with us. Stay tuned as there is more to come in terms of literature, new writing, fresh and seminal events with a national and or an international scope. For Radio Romania International, I'm Ilgen Nasta in Bucharest. Bye for now. Focus on Romania. Coming up next on Radio Romania International. Simply Folk. And now to end this broadcast, let's listen to Josip Chokloda with a song from southwestern Romania called A Song for My Mother.
And with that, our broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa has come to an end. You can listen to our next program for Western Europe at 17 UTC on 13,750 kHz in the DRM system and on 15,180 kHz in analog system. Listeners in Africa can receive our programs, tomorrow, at 11 UTC on 15,320 and 17,670 kHz. We can also be heard on the internet, at www.rri.ro, channel 1. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write an email at engl at rri.ro. Goodbye.